Fight presents. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Bonjour, you're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, aka the Canadian Assassin, and I'm not alone. She's the host and creator of The Cultural Commentator. Please welcome Santana. Hello. Hey, hey. See, I'm not even going to try your, your first name because I'd be messing up too much. <laughs> one day, one day we'll get there. Uh, today we have an amazing show and nothing but amazing guests. Y'all, little behind the scenes. I've been trying to get this guest on the show since the show started, since 2017. So I am super happy to have her on the show. You've seen her on Shimmer. You've seen her on Shine. You've seen her on WWE. You now see her on Impact. Please welcome 21-year vet Mercedes Martinez. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm really humbled and honored to be a part of this. Thank you. Thank you. So um, question. So I've kind of did a deep dive on a lot of your, your interviews and stuff like that. Lots of concussions, a lot of injuries. You've been in the game for a long period of time. Um, I know your body hurts. So why not to say like that you shouldn't, but like what motivates you to keep on going in this business? Uh, I think it's the passion and the love for the business. Uh, you know, with any sport that you do, you're going to get injured. It comes with the territory, right? Um, so you just make me take the time, proper time off. And, and this is just something that I love to do. Um, it's not just a career. It has always been my passion. It has always been an outlet for me uh, to just keep going in life in general. Uh, so, yeah, the injuries are the worst part of this business, I think, one of the worst parts. But uh, with anything that I do, you're always going to get injured. You're always going to, you know, get hurt in anything, whether it's mentally, physically. And I just think that this business uh, for the last 21 years there has really been something that I needed to have. It's, it's really just that need. It has been that outlet for me to live my life and, and reach other pinnacles of life. It's, it, it's, it's weird to uh, talk about it. It's weird to kind of put it in words, but let's just say that no matter what happens, injuries or anything, that it will always be a part of my life. And it's just something that I will always want to do, whether it's wrestling in the ring or coaching or agent anything uh just this business has been my life literally i <laughs> love that so you like you have quickly put the rest of the roster on notice when you came over to impact wrestling like you you've definitely been giving us the mercedes martinez that i have seen for so many years and you won the first ever knockouts knockdown tournament let's talk about you know going through the tournament and you know closing it out against tasha steels oh man you know uh <laughs> to be a part of that tournament let's just talk about being part of that tournament uh that tournament in itself is something history making you know with uh getting a shot at a title uh but just the females wrestlers that were in that tournament itself. Um, you know, you had the Rachel Ellering, you had the Lady Frost, uh, <clears throat> Tasha Steele, Savannah. Like, uh, Impact has a great way of putting in the forefront female wrestlers and as athletes and just the different characters and the different um, 
talent and the different styles that they can put forward. Uh, so me going into this tournament, I knew that I was going to have a plethora and a variety of talent that I would be able to wrestle. So, you know, going into that first round and wrestling a Brandy Lauren, you know, who's a zombie, <laughs> um, it's kind <laughs> of like, what do you do? <laughs> Yeah, it, it's, I look back at it and I'm like, wow, I have to wrestle a zombie here, but it's okay. Uh, you know, for her in her own right, she's she's a, she's a great talent, a great acquisition for Impact. Um, you know, she has different facets of her um, of her character that she can do. And for me to get in the ring and play off of her character and play off of her talent with something new, because I've never wrestled something, you know, someone like that who has this weird zombie look character. And I just go in there and just do me and want to make sure that, you know, I can take the zombie out. <laughs> um, and then you, you know, then you go into your second round and Rachel Ellering, I really do think that she does not get the credit that she really deserves. Um, mm -hmm. She is an amazing athlete. And, and she just, and I really wanted to go in there. And, and yes, we're, we're friends outside of wrestling. And I really just wanted to go in there and showcase my style of wrestling, but still adapt to her style of wrestling that many that, that I think many people don't get to see because she really is a technician in that ring. And you see spurts of it here and there. And I wanted to make sure that going into that match that people saw a side of Rachel Ellering that they haven't seen before. They will always see Mercedes because I bring my consistency everywhere. But I wanted to make sure that I, you know, got the best of the best when it came to Rachel Ellering. And man, does she deliver in that match? Um, it's probably my favorite matches up there with like Amiko Satamora. Um, it was just very different, very just, uh, it was like a storytelling of, of a match. And really she brought me to the best level that I could be. And I hope I did the same for her. Um, you know, so if you haven't watched that match, you need to go watch that match. It was probably my match thus far this year uh, when it came to Rachel. And then, you know, you get to the finals and you wrestle, you know, an up and coming fiery, you know, aggressive, uh, Tasha Steeles, who, man, she can mm -hmm. back it up. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That Boricua couldn't back it up. Um, <laughs> and she's just a new generation superstar that, um, you know, I, I, I put myself in that position and just say, hey, this is someone who's going to be champion one day. Uh, you know, she has that attitude. She has that talent. Can I keep up with the younger generation? And that was my focus going into can I keep up with her or in the aspect of, in my mind, can she keep up with Mercedes? Cause I know that, you know, going in, you know, in a ring with someone like me, it can be intimidating, but man, she delivered. And I can just say this, you know, coming out, being the winner of the first ever knockouts, knockdown tournament. Um, it was a blessing. It really was. I had three different styles of matches, three different opponents that are all different in their own way. And for me to adapt to each and every one of them just shows my talent and shows my adaptability and what I can do in that ring. So I'm humbled and blessed and, and know that I am just glad that I got the opportunity to be a part of it and get to the finals and actually win because I'm Mercedes. I'm supposed to win. <laughs> Man, you've done some amazing stuff. And, and one of the matches that, like, I thought of once we got this interview that um, that was first brought to me was the 75-minute Iron Woman match, like, the longest women's single match in history against Tessa Blanchard. First off, how did you train for that? Um, and then in the middle of that 75 minutes, because, you know, when you're, like, working out, like, I, I'm not even comparing wrestling to cardio, but, you know, when you're doing cardio in your middle of cardio, you're just like... <laughs> I, I mean, I could stop right now. Like in the middle of that 75 minutes, like what were you thinking? And then at the end, is it like, all right, I can go again? Like what, what was the thought process through, through everything? 
<laughs> yeah, that 75 minute match was uh it's a big highlight in my career and I I'm pretty sure anyone who can do anything close to that, man, just just try. It, it it's harder than what it seems. Um to tr- prepare and train for a match like that, it's just doing a lot of cardio and not just any normal cardio. Um you know, I'm I'm a basketball player, so I had to do a lot of basketball drills with the stop and go and making ensure that my heart rate's at its highest and then bring it back down. It was a, a really challenging way of to try to figure out how can I keep myself um, not tired, <laughs> really, and just keep myself going. And at that top level, you know, from the first minute to the last minute, what can you do? And you really just have to pace yourself in a match. Um, going into that match, there was really no outline of anything. It was just going in there and let's just give the fans what they want and, and bring in uh, what we say, the high and lows. You get mm-hmm. the fans up here and then you level it out and then you make a dip to see maybe okay maybe they're gonna get bored mm, nope never mind we're just gonna keep bringing it up and down so you kind of just go out there you listen to the crowd you pay attention to the crowd you pay attention as to where you are in your match um you really can't prevent something like that you just really have to go in there fill out your opponent and just throw everything that you have in your arsenal out there and just hope that the fans really really are entertained and really can get into it uh cycle uh for that match uh, we had the ring announcers and security and, and everybody around the ring on chairs make sure that they kept bottled water and Pedialyte for us mm-hmm. um, just because it was hot in that building. Yeah, that building was really, really hot, and especially going 75 minutes. Uh, we were drenched, I know, you know, with sweat and stuff, and we had to make sure we stay hydrated. So we at any time, if you watch the match, you can see us grab those bottles of water and Pedialyte just to make sure that we stay hydrated in our respective you know, you know, wherever we were in match, if, you know, if I'm beating Tessa up and she's fine and laying on the ground and I know she's not going to give me my water. Um, and then let me go beat her up more because it's almost like, uh, <laughs> it's almost like, thank you. I need this so I can go beat up Tessa more. Uh, but yeah, 75 minutes. Um, it's, it's been, I think that I beat my own records. If you go back, this is my third 60 minute plus match. And that has been the most grueling one out of the three that I have done. And I don't recommend it to anybody unless you're in shape and you can really entertain the fans. I don't think there's ever going to be a 75-minute match in my career again. But uh, if there's an opponent out there that can go to toe-to-toe with me and it can be something that can be promoted very well, I'm down for it. Just give me you know, a good year in advance, please. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I know I can go 75 minutes. I'm not going to even try by no means. Um <laughs> You've talked about uh, opening up your own wrestling school one day for women to teach them the ins and outs of the business and what um, what it is about women's what it is about teaching women about wrestling and the business that goes within it and beyond the ring. I think uh, in my career in the 21 years, um, you know, I, I've been trained by Jason Knight and I was trained and mentored by the Watsonmore and Alpha. Um, they Uh, Not that they sheltered me. I don't want to say they sheltered me. They just really kept me close to make sure that I didn't experience anything negative in this business. They really looked out for me. They were like my fathers. They were just like, no, you're going to stay close to me. This is where you're going to go. This is where we want you to be. Don't hang around with them over there. You know, they wanted me to pave my own way, but they really wanted to make sure that I didn't see the negative side of what females can experience in professional 
wrestling uh, because we get a lot of people don't realize and I know it's been mentioned in many outlets um, but for me to want to open up my own school and I have students I don't have a school yet but I do train students and help them it's more or less getting them prepared for what they can experience in this business uh, not just the positives because everyone hears the positivity but what negative like for females are really important when it comes to professional wrestling. Um, it's not just getting into a locker room and, you know, you know, changing and not having a female locker room. It's really going into these locker rooms and understanding that you're probably one of the only two females in a sea of men. Um, you know, we want to talk, I, I want to make sure that I let them understand that you have to have the confidence that if you see something, if you feel awkward, if you feel some type of way, that you are allowed to speak your mind. Um, you really have to speak up and, and, and don't wait till a month or two later to speak about a situation. Speak it right then and there. Um, there's a lot of things that, you know, uh, the, the public doesn't understand is that when you are a female wrestler, we are... Uh, glorified as sex objects. It's just the way it is, um, you know, and, and it's just the way the business works. And I think that's in any business. It's just the way it works. But if you don't want to be objectified to that, speak your mind. And there are people who can get there. I think the locker rooms and the business now has changed dramatically compared to what it was when I first came in. So I just want to make sure that, it, you know, any, any females that are under want my tutelage or advice or support, that I give them the real honest truth. Um, you know, when it comes to locker rooms or it comes to locker room etiquette and speaking your mind and how to handle certain things, um, you know, I'm always there for them. And, and just also when it comes to just actual wrestling itself, um, you know, wrestling with intergender wrestling or just regular female wrestling, just making sure that it's okay to say no to certain moves if you're putting together stuff. Just if you don't feel comfortable saying it, it's okay to say no, your spot's never going to get lost. Wrestling is always here. You know, your men, your mental health is 10 times uh, more, uh, how do I put it? Your mental health should be your number one priority. Your health, your safety of your health, everything um, should be your number one priority. So I really do give them a breakdown of making sure that it's not just a physical aspect. Anyone can be a pro wrestler. I can break that down to you. Anyone can get in the ring. Uh, when it comes to females, our anatomies are a lot different than male wrestlers. We have to... I don't want to say fall a certain way or train a certain way, but we do. We can't mm -hmm. be trained like the men because our bodies are not like the men. So we have different facets of our body that we have to protect um, in that ring. And we have to make sure that we understand what we can and can't not do. You know, every wrestler is different. Everyone wants to be a high flyer or put all these moves together. But sometimes your body's not going to let you. You have to really focus and listen to your body as a female because every females body is different we have a lot of things going on with our bodies that males don't understand that when it comes to training and it comes to certain things that you know we put that in the forefront you know i've trained with the guys but when i went to japan and trained with you know the girls over there it was a mind challenge it was just like wow i didn't even realize that i should be doing this this way because this is the way a female should be done uh trained instead of the male way because our bodies are way differently a lot of my injuries early in my career came because i was trained by men and i didn't know how to protect my body or my assets on my body because i was trained by a man they don't understand the female anatomy and how we should be trained so now when i do my training now it's i understand my body what i have to protect in the long run you know you know, uh, females want to have kids and stuff like that or anything, whatever you want to do, you know, um, 
we have to protect our bodies to prepare for that. We don't want to mess any of our insides up if you want to have kids. So there's a lot of things besides that. I also teach branding, making sure you trademark your wrestling names that people don't understand. I help them out with taxes and, you know, being an independent contractor. Yeah. There's certain things that you have to do. So it's not just the physical part of wrestling. It's everything that comes with it that no one tells you. The branding, the taxes, saving your money, um, you know, what can go on in the locker room, protecting yourself in situations. Fan interaction is a big thing. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, you want to make sure you protect yourself with the fans because the fans can get a little touchy-touchy, you know? So there's a lot of things that I think I can offer students in, in my school whenever I do decide to get one um, that's not just professional wrestling training. It's everything else that comes with it that females don't understand and, you know, that comes with it. And it's just something Something to give them the mentality of this is what's going to come with it. I'm going to prepare you and I'm always going to be here throughout your career if you ever need me. Um, you know, at any point in your life, whether it's personally, professionally, I will be here to help you because it, it is a tough business for females. It really, really is. And I'm just here just to make sure that they have an easy transition into it. Man, you need to write a book. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. When, when you when when you have time, when you have time, because you're busy. When um, I have time, <laughs> you uh, you mentioned in a, a previous interview uh, talking about ageism and pay equality, um, and you know, from somebody an outsider looking in, it seems that women's wrestling has improved in the last you know three maybe three, five years or so. I can't even imagine what it was like before that behind the scenes. But um, how do we kind of you know first off tackle the ageism? And then second, pay equality. I know it's like a big question, but I mean, just how any any suggestions? Like, I don't even, it, it, it's such a, I have no idea. Uh, it's such a, it's, it, it, it's a really big subject that should be touched on. And unfortunately, I don't have the time to go into it in super detail and what I think. I just think personally that males and females are treated differently based on their age. It really is. You can see it across the board in any promotion. Um, you know, they put this time limit on females for whatever reason, this age limit on females that after a certain age, you cannot compete. Why? Why is that? If you can go, you can go. It does not matter your age. Some people retire at 25 years old because their bodies can't handle it anymore. It doesn't matter what you're, if you can go in the ring and you can deliver and you can do your job. Whether, whether it's professional wrestling or whether it's the sports entertainment, if you have a character, whatever you can do to keep your job, it doesn't matter what your age is. And, and that's the biggest thing. It's professional wrestling. After like 30, you're considered a vet. doesn't matter how long you've been. You're considered a vet. Like you're old now. Nah, honey, I'm going to be 41 and I'm in the prime of my career and I can still deliver with those 20, 20 five year olds run circles around them it does not matter if I can go I can go it's up to me to tell you when I cannot go when my body says stop I will stop I will not keep going I can tell you that so I think that's the biggest issue right now is everyone you know companies and, and promotions doesn't matter across the board independence doesn't matter where you are they just put this limit on it and I don't understand why if you can go you can go and you can deliver you can deliver you can bring in those ratings and bring them in does not matter your age because the men, I can tell you whether they're 50 years old or not, if they can still go, they're still making their paychecks and we mm -hmm. won't even get into on that pay. 
uh, because the pay differential is totally different for females and males. I'm telling you that they want more out of the females than they do with the men. Don't know why, but we get paid less. Mm -hmm. The gap is closing. Don't get me wrong. The gap will close, but we really have to bring those issues to the forefront now because, um, you know, me going on 41 years old and 21 years into this business, I've been through it and seen it all. And no one's going to tell me at almost 41 years old that you're, that's it. You're done. You're going to retire. No, honey. I retire when my body says I'm going to retire and you better pay me for the years that I put in this business and you better pay me because sometimes I can deliver 10 times more in that ring than most men can. So it, it should just really depend on your talent really and what you can deliver and what you can bring to the table. Throw out the age, throw, you know, pay us what we deserve and what we know what we're worth. Simple as that. That's the easiest answer I can give you guys. <laughs> Ooh, goosebumps. It oh. is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we, um, you know, kind of have to let you go, which I really don't want to because I love me so Mercedes Martinez, the OG badass. I love her so much. <laughs> love her so much. Um, so coming up, you know, you you will be facing Thunder Rosa and Deanna Perrazzo in a triple threat match at uh, Russell K Super Show uh, on November 27th. Are you excited to work with these two? Now, these two have done a lot of things in their own perspective, like careers and whatnot. Deanna was holding down Impact, you know, before you arrived. Before I love to see you guys interact on Impact. You know, at Donna Rose, she's been she's been doing a lot herself. So are you excited to work with them? And what can we kind of expect with, you know, this triple threat match? Oh, man. You know what? I'm so looking forward to that triple threat match um you know i wrestled diana and i wrestled thunder beforehand so going into this match we all three of us know what we can and cannot deliver like we are so familiar with each other it's ridiculous and you know thunder is she's a hustler man like that woman does not stop <laughs> Um, you know, and, and Deanna is like this technician and, and she just brings a different level to the game. So going into this match, I think what people are going to see is three different styles that are going to complement each other. We are going to give more than a hundred percent because we know this is probably the only time that all three of us are going to be in the ring. We're together. We are, all three of us are on top of our game. You know, we're hit in every promotion that we can we're putting our talents on the line we're putting our bodies on the line and i think uh this is main event caliber like this is that match that you do not want to miss and if you do miss it you're going to wish you hadn't because it's going to be streamed it's going to be the fans are going to enjoy it. i'm looking forward to it um i'm looking forward to just wrestling thunder and diana and just looking at the two styles and seeing what we can deliver and just giving the fans something different that they can't see anywhere else is really what it comes down to so there it is. Uh, I agree with Santana. I wish we had more time. And I think I think we've had this relationship, so I think it's we can do a part two. Um, you are absolutely amazing. You are a badass. Uh, I am looking forward to that book in the next five to ten years. Uh, but where can everybody find you? <laughs> Uh, you can find me on social media. I am on Twitter as well as Instagram at the Real M Martinez. You can also find me on Facebook on Mercedes Martinez. I should be the the only one up there but um if not uh just send me a message and i'll send you the link um and then that's pretty much that's all i got for social media <laughs> thank you so much uh we are super excited to, to see you and everything that you're doing um yeah keep doing what you're doing i appreciate it no thank you i really appreciate it and don't forget that you know coming up this saturday uh turning point when i wrestle mickey james you have to make sure you tune into that because that's where you're going to see mercedes martinez uh the og badass win a major promotion title and lift up the female 
female women's wrestling division up to a new level that I hasn't seen before. So you can see it on Impact Plus on the app. Tune into that. Please, please tune into that. There it is. Thank you so, so much. This is Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. I'm your host, Leslie Cologne, here to do this week's news edition. Now let's get into it. Survivor Series was this past weekend, and we had an amazing women's match against the one and only, the queen, Charlotte Flair, who went against the man, Becky Lynch, where Becky gave Team Raw the win. Becky was full of emotion, and after the match, she had an interview where she talked about her bond with Charlotte and how they nearly died in a car crash together. During this week's episode of Monday Night Raw, Queen Zelina and Carmilla defeated Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. to become the new women's tag team champions. Not only did we get new tag team champions, but Dana Brooke also became the new 24-7 champion. During Impact Wrestling's Turning Point Special, the first two matches were announced for Hard to Kill, which will be happening in 2022. Impact Knockouts champion Mickey James will be defending her title against Deanna Perrazzo. Also, during the Turning Point event, Mickey James retained her title against Mercedes Martinez. AEW's Jade Cargill moves on to the TBS Women's Championship Tournament semifinals in which she will face the winner of two nights match between Jamie Hayter and Thunder Rosa. Who do you think will become the TBS Women's Champion? Make sure to stay tuned as we will be covering all of that and more in our news edition. That is it for me. I'm your host, Leslie Cologne, and you can follow me on all social media at LeslieCologne underscore. Till next time. She is amazing. She and, is. Um, there's a story that I want to, probably the part two. Um, <laughs> she got bullied as a kid and they set her hair oh. on fire. Wow. Like, yeah, I want to get into that. I mean, it might be some PTSD, but I mean, I'm, I, I really want to talk about the bullying aspect, but she is absolutely amazing. Her career is um, just like stellar. Um, and yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see what's, what's. it's, it's crazy because I don't even think she just that 75 minute match and even now you know you know where we in the interview we obviously didn't talk about wwe if you watch previous interviews she mm -hmm. talks about that so we're not going to get into any of that stuff but it's just kind of like after the 30 days was up she was like back working like all right let's go like kudos to kudos to her um yeah She's like, I'm not stopping. Like, you can't stop my bag uh, at all whatsoever. So I'm going to go because she know her talent can take her anywhere. She's a vet. She's been in this business mm -hmm. for longer than I live. Years. You know, so longer than I've, than I've lived, you know. So it's like she, she's done a, a lot uh, in this industry. And I, I'm so happy to see her growth. And I'm so happy to see, you know, what Mercedes Martinez has for us and what she's going to close out with for this year, you know, and going to 2022. But a banger, you know. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, another thing too is that she is a huge uh, Batman fan. So this was kind of circling around with our panel question. So uh, the panel question is when I ask, you know, it, it's sometimes wrestlers stay, sometimes they don't. But it's just kind of for you guys in Fight TV Land to get to know us as hosts. So if you were to have a tag team with any superhero, 
who would be your tag team partner and why? Um, mine will probably be, it's going to be me and Deadpool. Oh, okay. Definitely. Entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going for Deadpool. He, he is, I mean, can't really kill him. You know, so he'll be like my bodyguard, my shield. And I mean, okay. how can you not get past his his corniness that he has with all his jokes and, and the way that he is? I mean, he does some amazing things. So and I, I love Deadpool. We we his outfit matches my hair, so we we can be twinsies together in some kind of way. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I, I like I like Deadpool. At first I was thinking um She Hulk, but I don't know. I know the movie's coming out, I think next summer. So I'm interested to see what her personality would be. Cause if she's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Batman's great, but he's like a little too dry for me. Like everything is so, so serious. serious. It's like, like, like you can save lives and still be like funny. So um, I, 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 I put She-Hulk on the, on, on the shelf because I don't know what her personality is like. Um, then I'm thinking of like Iron Man cause he'd figure out a way to to successfully win, um, you know, with all his gadgets and stuff, or if not, just pay the permission to say that we won. So I think I might go with Iron Man and or Storm. I think I'm just naming off superheroes right now. I feel like maybe, <laughs> maybe I would be maybe Harley Quinn and I, like OG Harley Quinn, mm. and I could be because we have matching hair, so we could probably be like a, a tag team duo. I'm really picking that's everybody me. who matches my hair. So that's exciting, back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um definitely um some great matches lined up impact is just it, it just i they've always been great with the women's division period um i think our second interview or within our first five interviews of uh, women's wrestling weekly now women's wrestling talk gail kim was on and she talked about the impact of impact um for women's wrestling and they've i, I don't know it's like they've taken it to another year with women, women's wrestling and um, kudos to them. Like, so it's, I, I, I don't even know how to put it. They're, they're, they're the women's matches and, you know, guys, the guys are great, but you know, it's women's wrestling talk. So I watch way more women's matches, but the roster on um, the, the roster and the matches and the storylines just great. And then when I saw that Mercedes was signed, I was like, oh, okay. So um, definitely shout out to Impact for um, putting this interview together. Cause like I said, I've been, there's, there's, I have like a list of like emails. This is like behind the scenes stuff, guys. I have like a list of emails that I like send and then I just keep resending until I get an answer. And so Mercedes, I've been sending her emails since like 2017. And so then ironically, I think I sent her an email maybe a month ago or something like that. And then I hit up Mickey. I was like, hey, can you uh, just put in a good word for us? And so um, I don't know, the universe just aligned it and it worked. So uh, thank you, you know, and timing is everything. Um, so yeah, just just amazing, just just the stories and stuff like that, just, just amazing. So um, definitely recommend checking out those matches and we'll see what happens. Um, for that weekend. So uh, that, hmm? I said, I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready to see what's gonna take place. I am. I'm gonna be like, who do you have? Do you have Thunder Rosa, Deanna Prazo, or um, Mercedes? Honestly, and I'm, and cause I'm a very honest person always, and I don't sugarcoat <laughs> anything. 
Um, I've always liked Mercedes Martinez um, from the time that I've seen her um, in the Mae Young Classic and so on and so forth. I always gravitate to this woman because I was like, wow, she has an aesthetic. She looks like she can she can beat somebody up for me. You know, mm-hmm. if I need someone to be beat up, I'm gonna call on Mercedes. I'm like, look, somebody is attacking me. I need you to step in and handle them. Um, so I've always been, I've always been with with Mercedes more than more than um, Diana. She's she's someone new to me that I've kind of mm-hmm. um, getting familiar with. Uh, so seeing her, she's dominated Impact um, has been amazing to see. Since I've kind of get gotten back into watching Impact a lot more. Um, than how I used to like a while ago with Thunder Rosa. To be honest, she's not somebody I too much care for. I won't. I won't discredit her from being in the ring and whatnot, but she's not someone I like gravitate to. Like right. I don't. I don't know what it is, but it's like it doesn't connect with me. Um, but I won't say she's not a bad wrestler or say that mm-hmm. she's not gonna go out there and and find a job if she loses one. She's go- She's gonna. She has so many different outlets where she, she can has her own promotion. <laughs> yeah, she, she has her own promotion, you know, and she she does her own thing and whatnot. But to me, I I don't care for her, not in a bad way, I but I, you. you know, for people no, who, may, mean, who may feel like they want to attack me, I'm all here for it. So just so oh, you know, boy. I mean, it's that it's diversity and it's and mm-hmm. and it's whatever you relate to. That's why you can't have one cookie cutter uh, wrestler. For me, for Thunder Rosa, uh, we've had her on the show, I think, two or three times. But what really got me in researching um, for interviews is she there's this video where she's literally and this is before Mission Pro became what it what it what it is now um, I think she had Mission Pro but it was like guys and women and men and she was out there like putting flyers on cars at a, at a mall like it's just that what she's been able to do and then also her immigration story for you guys who are like watching like I'm from Canada uh, if you do a deep dive on my social media, there's immigration stuff. So I always relate to the people who are dealing with immigration because immigration is a whole situation. Um, but even like her immigrant, her just her story, just in general, like I really connect to stories in and out of the ring. So like that's why with Mercedes, I was listening to her interviews. It's like, damn, she, her they lit they lit her hair on they lit your hair on fire. Like, damn, like are these kids in prison? Like, what is what is happening? Like that is insane. Um, so it, it, and I, I, I would wonder if it's like in Connecticut or if it was in, in New York, cause you know, that's just curiosity. But, um, yeah, I, I really love to the stories inside. That's kind of what makes me really invest in the wrestlers and just in general. Uh, but I think, Ooh, I don't know. I, I feel like this is the Mercedes run right now, like most of her matches, it's gonna go her way because of the years, like the years in the ring, because of everything, because of, you know, um, you know, we can even just talk about the experience in WWE for her having the balls to go to the main roster and say, yeah, this is not working for me. And them agreeing with her and, you know, going back down to NXT, or I shouldn't even say go back down, going to NXT, like speaking her truth, um, to a big, you know, we all hear their stories about WWE. So speaking her truth, um, like I think now, and then now everything that happened and now she's, you know, doing the indies and stuff like that. I think this is, I think this is her time. Like it's going to be a huge shine. So that marks the end of our show.
Where can everybody find you, Santana? Um, you guys can find me on Instagram at Santana Muse, or you can go on Twitter and find me at D R I U N E Drian, because that's just I always kept it single one one word because I I could I can't have it for my Instagram if I could it'll just be Drian, but somehow you took it. I don't even know how someone could get my name when it's my name. Like I don't know no other with the double e maybe. I don't like that. I wanted I wanted to just be straight the way it is, not too easy. <laughs> the way God intended it. <laughs> just straight, just just one e. I I can't even get that. And I try to you know tell Instagram like, look, this is this is not even this is a a page that doesn't even exist. Nobody is no followers. Nobody posts on it. Why y'all creating fake pages? Of what what is happening here? I'm very upset. Mm. I need y'all to fix that so I can have my name. Obviously, I can't even do Dreon Santana because. I don't even know why I can't, but I can't. Instagram need to fix. Why they trying to bring out new updates on other things? I need y'all to fix letting people have their names as well as the chronological order so that we can go back to seeing things. It's not like two days ago or two months ago, like today. That but, part. Yeah. I definitely agree. As, as For somebody who does some of the social media for women's wrestling talk, it is a pain in the behind when uh, some hosts have two names on different platforms. I'm like, I we're not we're not yeah, i tried it i tried yeah. but it didn't work for me so <laughs> so that is a branding thing so i do i also do like the fact that mercedes was talking about teaching branding and taxes and stuff like that which is very important which i feel like some i think a lot of wrestlers get it now because of social media but there's just certain nuances that are so important but you know for for folks who are watching this because they want to be hosts or they wrestlers or whatever you want to be branding trying to get a name or a, a name across the board just makes life easier for everybody it makes it easier for people to find you so just like a little tip which is hard because now everybody's on social media so you know that that's the reason we have ww talk pod because i too wanted women's wrestling talk because that's just what we are but somebody had it so here we are anywho speaking of that um make sure you're following us on all social media platforms at ww talk pod Go and check out our website, y'all. Our website is phenomenal. Like, I think when I spoke about it before, we were like 80%. I think now we're at 90%. There's a couple more tweaks and all that other stuff. But don't go and check it out. We have amazing articles. Uh, Santana is our editor-in-chief. She's <laughs> heading that part because Lord knows I'm not a writer. So uh, go and check out our articles. We have a lot of stuff coming up for uh, the end of the year, a lot of content. So be on the lookout for that. We're on YouTube. So make sure you like and subscribe. Anchor, anything that has podcasts, anything that has shows, we are on it all. So definitely go check that out. As far as me, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Like literally just, you, you can Google me and it's just very street, streamlined. Um, but yeah, you can find me in every, everything like that. Other than that, y'all, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe and comment all that good stuff. Till next time. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.